This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hands Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. I love this Lamp. W- Alright, this week we're talking about Brick. I love Lamp. Yes. <laughs> it's I heard he came out in 2005. Shut up. Directed by <laughs> Ryan Johnson. Written by Ryan Johnson. Starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Lucas Haas... Emily DeRaven and um, what movie is this? Shot first. Brick. Okay. What did I not say it, or did you not hear it because of Alex? Uh, one of the two. <laughs> I said it. Uh, Noah Segan, Richard Roundtree, Megan Good, bunch of people. Some of them became stars. Some of them did not. Now Richard Roundtree's going places. <laughs> He's one. All right, uh, mother. Shut your mouth. I'm just talking about Shaft. So, uh, talk about it. I caught this on cable at some point a long time ago. Uh, This is when Jogolev, as I will call him, was trying to (laughs) to break out of his uh, third rock from the sun uh, leash, I guess. Show that he has angels in the outfield leash. He has angels. That's right. Uh, You got an angel with you right now. (laughs) <laughs> was that? That's my daddy Glover. I, it was spot on. I got chills. I thought it was your Tony Danza. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing left, you know. <laughs> Tony Danza and Sylvester Stallone are a little, a little close. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I got nothing left, Coach. So, uh, yes, Cable. Uh, I remember thinking this was interesting, and I don't know. We'll, what prompted me to to think of this again when we were coming up the list? But uh, here we are. I'm always probably us saying, "Put some more movies on your damn list." That's possible. <laughs> I'm not going to deny that. Uh, I'm I'm always a sucker for noir. Um, and this certainly is that, although it's an interesting take on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I ever saw it from beginning to end, so it was it was kind of new to me, and um, I'm glad. I made the effort to watch it again, or to try to watch it again. <laughs> to try and watch it again? Did you not watch it again? I did watch it again. It just, uh, okay. I had to go out of my way to watch it because the podcast. Again? Watch it again? Again. All right, I'll go next. Uh, I watched this about three or four years ago. Uh, one of Kevin Smith's podcasts, he had interviewed Ryan Johnson and was talking about Looper and stuff. And this is all before any of the Star Wars stuff was out, so I didn't know who he was. Did he, did Shut he pitch up, his Alex. Gooper movie? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking. Did Kevin Smith like pitch it right there? I don't think he talked about his Gooper movie, <laughs> but he talked about Brick, so I, w- I went and watched it. And um, yeah, it's a movie. Alex, <laughs> uh, this is the first time I've seen it. Uh, I liked it. It was cool. Uh, it was right. not what I was expecting at all. That was a masonry uh, demonstration, or what? <laughs> no, I read the descriptions. Like some high school kid <laughs> trying to find his, you know, his missing ex girlfriend, and he, he, he like, swing around with a brick 
until he until he got answers. Mm, maybe. All right. Well, as usual, we're each going to talk about seven items from the movie. Uh, Scott, why don't you lead us off here? What's your number seven? Uh, okay. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, threw me off there. Um, <laughs> we so, do this every week. So. God damn it. <laughs> so I get I get going, and then one of you guys always. Anyway. Oh, it's like doing the intro every week, huh? Sucks. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a lot easier. Oh, okay. So Number seven, Scott. Right now. So. And go. And go. So there's a lot of action in the movie. Um, you can tell that there was uh, not a huge budget. And uh, this is, the action is not Ryan Johnson's forte. Uh, as evidenced by other movies. hey oh, mm. Slow speed chasing Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there's one uh, very clever thing that was, that was really cool, and that's when the the guy pulls the, the knife on Jogo Lev's uh, main character, Brendan, and there's this chase through the school, and at one point he ducks around a corner and then takes off his shoes because he's been clomping around, making a lot of noise, so it's easy for the guy to follow him. And then he slides out uh, with without the shoes, just in socks, and takes the guy out. The guy does a header into a pole. And you only hear it, but damn, it's effective. Yeah, and that was, was cool. A, it, was a, it, was a, it was a cool bit of uh, uh, stunt work. And yeah, it was probably Clever the... Clever editing, yeah. Yeah, it's probably the, the best bit of action in the movie. I was wondering, during that scene, I was wondering, it's like, Jeebus, why did the sound guys make these footsteps so loud? And then as soon as I was starting to take off the shoes, it was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yep. Yeah. So that was cool. And uh, for any of you who've run into those pools, they're pretty hard. Yes. Yeah, it turns out metal uh, does not give. (laughs) At least not easily. So that was one thing I wanted to bring up, and I think I've brought it up in other movies before. Usually high schools are shown as being like East Coast schools, in America anyway, where they're all indoors. You rarely see the Southern California yeah. school. Yeah, all flat. Wrench, wrench style schools is what they call them. Yeah, flat. Everything's outside. Nothing's indoors. You just have little hallway, like little... Uh, like just covered hallways, but not actually. Yeah, just like covered the hallways, but they're all open air and everything yeah. like that. And so yeah. you rarely see that in movies, and I like it. It was actually filmed at San Clemente High School. Oh, there you go. Um, Hence all the, the all the goddamn birds in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought he just got tips from John Woo. Eh, maybe. <laughs> like, one of the few ones that Karate Kid was outside, too. That's one of the few high school movies as a kid I remember being... Outside, I'm sure there's more, but there's not many. I was always kind of jealous of having those indoor schools. Yeah, but in hindsight, like it doesn't fucking like yeah, those indoor schools because the weather fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how we can get away with that out here. Yeah. And at least at our school, we had the one building, the E building, right? That we had a couple. Yes, yeah. where Latin was, where our Latin and all the languages were. Yeah. What's the other one, Scott? The well, we had the two-story building. It actually had an elevator, but yeah, I guess that was still outdoors. Oh, yeah, that one. What? There was an elevator at our school? Yeah. What? 
Mm. No one ever used it because they weren't allowed to unless it was like. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, what are we talking were, about like, here? Disabled, right? The two-story building is right across from the the Latin building. Yeah. So where we had, I believe we had, I had biology. Bi- I, yeah, biology. Uh, oh. Upstairs. Econ, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Civics. This is, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's exactly public, right. It gets public, so <laughs> they had to have an elevator. Yeah, yeah, okay. We're exactly where I had biology and civics as well. Yes. <laughs> and economics. <Yeah. laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay. Well, Compl- glad well, well glad it's been... That. Yeah. Mystery <laughs> sub. Let's go 50 home. years. <laughs> That's our new <laughs> high school noir. Yep. Where, where, I heard there was a second store building. I couldn't find it. And who did put the bomb in the bomb she bomb? <laughs> yeah. All right. My number seven. I'll go next. Uh, as I mentioned, I saw this before. It's very forgettable. I don't remember anything about this. So, <laughs> other than that, he, uh, the JGL or whatever those initials are was in it. I and the little sewage thing they're hanging out at. That's all I remembered from this movie. So, very forgettable. And I'm. No more to say about this. So it's not That's only, my not, not only a kid from there's two kids from kids baseball movies in this movie. Who else? Lucas Haas. I don't know the, who that is. The pin. Yeah, the pin is. What uh, baseball movie was he in? Little he Big League. Little Big League. Oh, I was just guessing. I didn't know that was him. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen Little Big League. Me either. <laughs> you missing out. All right, Alex, number seven. My number seven is, I noticed this almost immediately, and I thought it was him, but Tug, when he's walking fast and angry, he walks a little bit like Scott Kahn, and I thought it was him. It's not Scott Kahn. <laughs> All right, well, glad we got that taken care of. He's walking, like, clenching his fists, and he's doing, he's not running, but he's speed walking very angrily towards the car when he was about to put that... Cinder block through his window. Huh. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> so wow, we're we're settling a lot of stuff. In the yeah. <laughs> Scott, number six. <laughs> number six. Uh, speaking of Lucas Haas, the the pin, at least all of his trappings. Like, he doesn't get to do a whole lot, but he's kind of there's so much weird shit around him that I that I kind of like. <laughs> yeah. Um. He's he's. He's basically dressed like uh, I don't know the fucking characters' names, but from from Dark Shadows, uh, he's got the the one shoe that's got like a lift on it, which explains his limp. So he's basically got one leg that's longer than the other, or shorter than the other, depending on how mm-hmm. you look at it. Yeah. Uh, he's got the weird the weird like conversion van that has the lamp inside of it. <laughs> that was great. That makes no sense. It's, like, gonna... it's genius. He never has to leave his office. Yeah. <laughs> um, he makes him stand the whole time for that. Uh, the the fact that his mom lives up, like his mom's upstairs the whole time. Uh, <laughs> just the, the whole thing. I have one more to say about a specific scene revolving around that. But uh, yeah, they He's like really the only one they went out of their way to to make like weird like it's like almost like a like a super villain. Uh, it, might, it, was, it might have been a bit much, but um, I enjoyed it. Um, they progressively kind of do that with um, 
Megan Good's character. I don't remember her name. But the the drama girl. How every time he goes back to her, like she's dressed more and more elaborately. Uh, yeah. like like um she's basically I, I as if she's putting on more and more of an act every time he comes by. Um Her name's Kara, by the way. Kara, thank you. Um so I thought kinda that that was kinda cool, but um the, all the pin stuff was weird and I liked it. Alright. Uh, my number six is I did not like uh, Brendan's look. Gordon's look. His hair and his glasses bugged me. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's just do, do this. I'm trying to remember. I guess two, so I, I, this is older than I thought. I thought this was more around late 2000s. So it's mid-2000s. But still, I don't know. It just bugged me. I had a hard time looking at him. <laughs> it's, it's really He's so dreamy. The, the trivia. I guess Ryan Johnson said he based or maybe it's Jogalev eh, but they they based the look kind of around Spike Spiegel from Cowboy Bebop like the hair and the the way he walked with his hands in his coat wait from what? eh maybe uh, it's from an anime you know oh. Cowboy Bebop Jeff oh yeah no wonder you guys like this shit alright Alex <laughs> well, I six. didn't know that <laughs> uh Number six is something uh, that could have been handled better is just the explanation and, you know, exposition dump that they had at the end where he explains his whole, like, plan and everything to what's-her-face. And it's like, yeah, okay. I mean, I, I, I liked knowing what was going on, but it could have been handled a bit better than just being, like, a straight-up, uh, just a monologue. Well, I mean, that's, that's kind of how it works though in these these noir movies yeah where the detective you know or the, the whoever's trying to solve it like breaks it down yeah recaps eventually. i know but maybe not still, recap i was like well i i've i have more to say about it later but okay. uh, i i disagree mm-hmm. all right uh, uh scott number 5 number 5 i I like <laughs> this is kind of a, a like and a hate here. I I enjoyed the dialogue. Um, I don't know whether it was because of my I, I was watching this on my computer. I don't know if it was because of the headset or just some problem with the 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 feed. But I couldn't fucking hear what they were saying half the time. Um, I almost had to yeah. pull Jeff and and turn on subtitles. Uh, there was there was a few times where I had to like rewatch scenes just because I couldn't hear what they were saying. Uh, but again, that said, I I enjoyed the dialogue. Um, it was full tilt, like uh, Maltese Falcon, like <laughs> uh, just this weird lingo that everybody has. Yeah. Um, and they're they're all nobody talks like they're in high school. But nobody acts like they're in nobody. High school. Nobody talks. Well, they kind of do, which is which is kind of interesting in, yeah. in certain ways but uh yeah just just the 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 way that they talk i enjoyed that it's very i don't know pithy's the right word droll had a okay kind of uh, i i had a hard time hearing it as well uh yeah i, I don't know it, yeah they don't talk like high schoolers but it also it's not it's Kind of on point for this movie, though, right? Yeah. yeah. Is a blind well, tiger sipping suds on the side? 
Uh, yes. <laughs> All right. Well, my number five. This will be my last negative. Um, and this is negative. <laughs> it just impacted on the surface. Uh, and this is not the movie's fault. It's just by my baggage. I ring in is I'm not a big fan of noir movies. So unless they're really good, you know, we did Chinatown not too long ago and stuff like that. They're hard. <laughs> yeah, me. it's tough. It's the they the they are all thing. slow burn. Yeah, I'll, I'll give yeah. you that. Yeah, and if you're not into it, then yeah, it's, yeah. It's so this it was it went in with a you know even though I'd already seen it and like I said I I don't hate this movie but I'm not a big fan and it just uh, I remember it's slow and it's blah blah blah. So unfortunately, this hasn't. If you don't like noir films, you might not like this like me. But I don't know, it's still some good stuff in there, and so yeah. as you'll see with the rest of my list. Um, but yeah, not a fan of noir, and that, unfortunately, that's what this is. At least they put a little bit of a spin on it. Uh, Alex, number five. My number five is I liked the it, it wasn't elaborate, but I like the simple, you know, this choreography of all the fights and all the violence because they probably couldn't afford a choreographer <laughs> for all that stuff. But it's cool because at first you see JGL is like uh like some milk toast that's gonna use his wits to uh you know, trick everybody or to figure this out or to find his ex girlfriend and whatnot. And so it was really shocking when he just, like, beat the shit out of that junkie behind the dumpsters. Like, where he's, where all his cronies and stuff were there. And, uh, then the, uh, the fight with the jock, that was pretty awesome. The best part about all that, though, was that they actually show the consequences of what it would, I don't know, more or less realistically be like to get this shit beat out of you repeatedly in only a short span of days because <laughs> he was like rolling around like nauseated getting unconscious and stuff just by walking around because he just had the you know been punched in the face one too many times yeah he's definitely concussed at that point oh yeah but they didn't like wave it off like every movie does it's like oh he got knocked he got knocked out is he back up yeah he's fine like no that's not how it works <laughs> yeah, that's it. Damn it, I was on mute. That's how it works in movies. <laughs> just shake that concussion right off. Yeah, just walk it off. The next time, stretch before you ovulate. Yeah, rub, rub some dirt on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, uh, Scott, number four. All right. Uh, so my number four is the, you know, keeping up with all the noir beats here. I, I enjoyed the intro to the femme fatale um, yeah, that's cool so that's uh, Nora Zetner's character of uh, Laura um, and I thought out of all of them in this movie she was, she was my favorite uh, performance um, yeah just her at the piano like that kind of classic style where she's she, they didn't have her sing but she's reciting the poem and you know, as an excuse because of the Halloween party, she's overly dressed uh, for their the first time you see them on screen together, really. Um, and yeah, just the, the whole thing. Um, you know, she was a, a great uh, foil to him where he's just always kind of stoic and he's kind of an asshole, Brendan is. Mm. Uh, just kind of brushing everybody else off. Um 
but yeah, just her um, being. Um, I'm trying to think of the right way to put it. Um, how she definitely seemed to empathize with him, uh, which made her character interesting at the end, or more all that much more interesting at the end. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, I really liked that that intro to her with the her at the piano. Um, just the classic noir take. Camp down, raisin, sing the song. Do da, do da. Stephen stinking Foster. <laughs> Stephen fucking Foster, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Interesting choice of music. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, wish we were doing that movie. On the number four. Um, this is where I get a little positive, and as where I mentioned, like noir, I did like the high school take on it, and like you, were, you just mentioned Scott, the femme fatale, the uh, later on, like the vice principal as a character, all these different people in your high school life playing the parts of one of those normal uh, noir movies. I did, I, I appreciated it. So, let's put it that way. I celebrated it. <laughs> <laughs> And that's all I got to say about that. Alex, number four. Well, expanding on what Jeff said, the setting was great. Not only because it would, they didn't treat it just like a, one of those teen movies from back in the day or even a modern one like Buffy the Vampire, which is, I was expecting something like that. Like a Buffy the Vampire Slayer and I'm, I'm watching Veronica Mars now. It, so that's kind of what I had in my mind when I was watching, like before I started watching this movie. And it blew me away. It was so cool. Uh, having uh, the um, the theater with all the drama kids being like a strip club or a cabaret type of situation. The Halloween party was uh, like a nightclub, like a classy upscale nightclub where he wasn't supposed to be. Like Scott said, hitting all the noir beats with the settings and even with the people. Uh, like Richard Roundtree was vice principal, was the hard-ass chief. You could get suspended for this. And even the jock, like, mouthing off, because there's always that one guy at the club, like, he's a tough guy, he's like, uh, just yelling and complaining about how coach put me in and stuff, or, you know, in, in a regular noir or gangster movie, be like, uh, I don't know, maybe Joe Pesci in Goodfellas? No. Being really loud, obnoxious, mouthing well, off? Loud, obnoxious, not, <laughs> but, uh... Right, yeah. The guy was, anyway. So, yeah, I like that, uh... What would you call it? Metaphor? Duality? Um, the replacement of the settings. Like, everything from high school is, like, turned into noir. Like a noir movie seen through a high school lens? Yeah. That works. That's yeah. what I would say. Well, there it is. Alright, Scott, number three. Okay, so number three is the... <laughs> I have written down as the cereal and apple juice scene <laughs> yeah I uh, really didn't see that that made me laugh which is the they he, they basically they've almost beaten him to death and then side better of it take him upstairs and his mom the, the pin's mom uh, is up there un, unknowing of all the stuff going on and she she makes him some cereal and then she keeps offering him different things that, that she doesn't actually have. Some water, <laughs> some apple juice. Yeah, and the whole time they're like playing it like she's like normal mom. Like even the the thugs like 
Oh, thank you, Mrs. Pin, or whatever her last name is. Yeah, this <laughs> is like when the reality of high school steps into this yeah, fantasy noir big, movie. Kids. Yeah. Although, one point for the pin there, like, oh, I heard he's like 26 or whatever, but, uh, old guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, just the whole scene, and then uh, the mom leaves, and Jogolev insists that uh, Tug leaves as well, and uh, the pin makes him go. But before he goes, he has to come back with the the pitcher that he's threatened to beat him with. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. like, just, you just see his, like, you don't even see him really. You just see his, like, arm come in and, like, set it down angrily and then walk off. <laughs> you, hear, you hear him stomp off. It's yeah. shaped like a rooster. <laughs> yeah. That was the best part. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was a weird place for some comic relief, but it was funny. Yeah. It really broke up, like... You see, yeah, this movie knows how to break up, like, some of the stuff with just a little, the tiniest bit of, of comedy before getting back to the seriousness of this noir movie. The tiniest of bits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number three, which is not funny, is when he gets the phone call at the beginning of the payphone. The way it was shot, I don't know. It felt real and scary. And yeah. I don't know, two, 2005, though, not too many payphones around i don't know at that point i'm trying to remember uh, uh i'll go with it it's yeah. noir it's it really ruins it yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but it's the tone it set the it set the tone pretty good and uh, i liked uh the way it was shot as you mentioned before it was a low budget film i think i read today that was it still seems like it's too much money for what we see on screen it's like 450 million it's like really it costs that much what no <laughs> not million sorry Sorry, sorry. Thousand. Oh, I was gonna say yeah. what? But even what that seems it like it should be like forty-five thousand, not four hundred fifty thousand. Like I don't know what they spent. Four hundred fifty. I mean, I guess, I guess the just, film. You got all the people hauling around equipment and setting up for like, like union, like <laughs> yeah. Jesus, it adds up. Hollywood's a racket. Mm-hmm. Richard Roundtree probably got a fat paycheck. Anyway, yeah, I like the the, fo- the creepy phone call thing that sets up the movie. That's my number three. Alex. Alex? Oh, sorry about that. Alex? I thought I unmuted in time, but it, the button stuck. Anyways, I like the weapons in this movie because there's only two in the whole, not counting, like, improvised, you know, weapons and whatnot. But it's pretty significant because the whole thing is just fists and people beating the shit out of each other with, you know, fisticuffs and whatnot. And then when that first knife appears, it's like it's pretty damn significant. And they edit it in such a way when JGL gets cut in the shoulder that was interesting. So you knew what happened and that it was important. And it kind of was because you hadn't seen any type of weapon uh, until then. And then later on in the movie, when it escalates and Tug pulls out that gun, it's like, all bets are off. Like, after that, I was expecting to see more, you know, more uh, machine guns or some <laughs> craziness. It I'm was glad a, it didn't happen, but yeah. Yeah, it was a little surprising to see the knife, even more surprising to see the gun. Yeah. So that was really good uh, setup by Ryan Johnson. When that Gunkata scene came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I know, Preston. <laughs> we were, well, we, I feel. We, we were talking about uh, Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there we were. Is. Lots of Gunkata in that. Mm-hmm. 
right. But we don't have to tell uh, you that, Jeff. No, definitely not. Uh, uh, Scott, number two. Number two is the high school noir. Uh, you guys pretty much said it all. Um, I, 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 it's probably more just because of the the low budget, but I did did like how empty the high school feels, like how kind of uh, intimidating it is with those empty hallways. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like I wish shot at four o'clock every day. Yeah, school. yeah. Or, or during the summer, <laughs> or whatever the case may be, yeah. when there's actually nobody around. Uh, the 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 one almost complaint that I had was how the the vice principal was supposed to represent like the police force. Like that, I think that might have been taking it a little too far. <laughs> yeah, that was when I, the movie lost a little bit of subtlety. <laughs> yeah, like. I, I the, the scene with the bomb was like okay that's just kind of funny, um, but that him being like the angry chief like Alex said, <laughs> uh, stupid chief, stupid chief, uh, that was that was a little harder to swallow when you know again Jogalev's playing the hard ass and uh, he's talking about you know get off my back for like give me three weeks and you know the guy. Uh, Richard Ramtree talks about how he's been useful to this office or an asset to this office. <laughs> uh, yeah. At that point, it was it was a little hard to take seriously, and I, I'm not even sure that we at that point we were supposed to be. Um, maybe there was enough cues with like the kind of South Park esque <laughs> real yeah. life stuff going on while they're, they're <laughs> yeah. trying to, while they're being these hardened criminals. Uh, yeah, these kids playing pretend. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I did. I did like. The, that that whole setting where, like, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character Brendan has this background where he's already been through some shit, but he's he's only like a junior or senior in high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like he, he's already been this whole thing where, or like his friend d- is doing time, and uh, he's already been through two different women. Megan Good's character, um, Kara, and uh, the his his girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend. Um, it's just <laughs> uh, like yeah, the the background for it takes itself very seriously, and I think it, it lends itself well to the movie. Yep, agreed. All right, uh, uh, my number two was already kind of mentioned was the parking lot fight. A little bit of action in this movie. I had forgotten about it, and uh, you know, it's a decent little shot fight. Not the best shot thing I've ever seen, but. Think he's down for the count when he comes back up? Bam! That was awesome. First, he's like, he knows how to street fight. I'll give him that. <laughs> yeah. Sucker punch right off the bat. Yeah, that's right. Oh, shit kicks. Yeesh. Oh, Chivas, <laughs> those hurt. <laughs> those good sound design in this movie. Because <laughs> that fucking hurt. Yeah. So, uh, the, the parking lot fight with the football jock, who was the goons. I don't know. Who are the jocks in this? The goons? The. Hi, goons. Sure, why not? The thugs. Alex, number two. Uh, my number two is the the comedic scenes that they had in this film were pretty awesome. Like they were short, they were in between just enough to break up a lot of the serious tension that was going on. Uh, even just like this little joke when uh, JJL was at the party and the jock is like talking about how coach didn't. He, I get the job done. All the coach needs to do is just put me in the game. I get the job done. We win. You know what I'm saying? And then he sees him and he's like, he's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> and JGO just goes, 
leaving. With one word, he just shuts him down. And you can see he feels like a little bit awkward because he was expecting a fight or something. But that was a really good reaction. And aside from that, you know, all the mom stuff and everything. Oh, it's country country style uh, apple juice. I'll give it to you in a country glass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just, yeah. I love those little moments of liberty. Yep, pretty good. All right, Scott, number one. All right, my number one is the thing Alex said he didn't like earlier in his list, but uh, just wrapping up the mystery. Yeah. Um, yeah. So at this point, like, yeah, like, as, as the audience, it's most of it's been laid out for you already if you've been paying attention. Um, but I, I did enjoy, like, right up until that last reveal um, of them going through her locker, like, you still don't know whether she's actually trying to to play him or whether she did it or not. Because um, she's, like, her as a character is still denying it. Um, you know, and she gets the last barb in before she walks off. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I am curious to wonder if she actually, like, like, cared for him on some level. Um, Probably a bit. Or, or if it was just all, like, a thing to, like he said, to, to get him under her thumb like everybody else. Um, but, yeah, I did I did like how it was all wrapped up at the end. Um, I'm pretty sure she she calls him a motherfucker. Mm, I can, that's one of the parts I couldn't hear. Well, I think I think <laughs> you're supposed to be able to, or you're not really supposed to be able to hear it. But I, think oh, you, okay. I think you vaguely hear something like that. I don't know. But, uh, anyway, no, I did. I did enjoy the way it was. It was wrapped up at the end. It was all right. Jeff's back. I'm back. It was all right. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I'm here the whole time. <laughs> Haven't run out of booze yet. All right, my number one, which I think was Scott's number seven or number six, was I like the chase scene. Um, and like I said, it was the sound design. Uh, but what was weird was I, for, even though I had seen this, I had forgotten about it. And then when he goes around the corner, and he takes off his shoes. I said, like, "What the fuck is he doing?" But they cut quickly back to the guy chasing after him, and they zoomed in on his feet, and it was even louder, like the yeah, clunk, 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 yeah. clunk. And I was like, "Ah, okay." And then when he went sliding out, it was like a double, you know, a double feature. You can slide in your socks, and he won't hear you. And then yeah, right into that pole. Like I said, I, I don't know. if I know I've walked into those poles a couple times. I didn't run and fall into them, but... Yeah, not full tilt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like been walking down the hall with your friend or whatever, and then, oh, bam, or someone would push you into it like an asshole. Whatever. Yeah, yeah that, that guy should have been gushing blood out of his forehead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think he just broke his neck instead. I don't <laughs> broke his neck. Did he die? Yeah. I don't remember. No, because they talk about how he wakes up and confesses mm. that the, the jock put him up to it. That's right. Um, but anyway... That was a cool chase scene. It just cla- yeah, he's coming out. I mean, he doesn't understand. We need the stabbing and the the glaven. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's number one, Alex. I like the cast of characters in this movie, like all of them, especially the pin because, uh, like we mentioned before, he's the one that has all the weird stuff going on. Uh, Tug being the second because he's always dressed in white. He's always got that uniform, and then you see inside his house and all his cronies or family members or whatever all wearing, like, the same thing. That was bizarre. <laughs> uh, you got JGL, 
It's like the loner that doesn't fit in. He's wearing just whatever. Typical uh, grunge attire. Uh, yeah. All the cast of characters. I like them. Oh, yeah, and the femme fatale in that uh, Chinese Chun-Li type of dress. Bright red. <laughs> There's always a woman in a red dress. Yeah, thanks, um, Mouse. Mousey? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From the Matrix. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Look again. <laughs> Whoa. That's my Keanu. Whoa. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> that's your Keanu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like 20 more years. <laughs> that's old Keanu. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, that's our list. Anyone have any honorable mentions? Uh, to this partner, the brains. The brain. Hey. He always he mostly guessed wrong on a bunch of stuff, right? No. We well, thought tug was a drink, maybe milk and vodka. Well, he he asked him like if there's any connection to that, and that's what he told him. But yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, let's rate it. As usual, we rate on a scale of 1 to 7, 1 being absolute garbage, 7 being perfection. So, Scott, what did you rate this bad boy? So, uh, I think it's a very interesting take, again, on noir. Uh, There's some interesting stuff going on here. Um, Overall, I enjoyed it. I I think it was a... They stretched the premise a bit much by the end of the movie. Um, But I would still recommend it. Um, again, I thought it, uh, a couple of the characters were were pretty damn good. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and give it a high four. All right, high four. High four. Jeff? Jeff? <laughs> we lost it. I keep muting myself because I'm typing. Um. <laughs> Just type. Who cares? Okay. Uh, I made a witty joke, and I remember. Anyway, um, <laughs> I also give it this like a... you're barking up the wrong bush. <laughs> I give this also a four, um, which would have been down because I think the first time I like I watched this, I liked it a little bit more. It wouldn't have been a six or a seven, but it would have been a five. But this time, I liked it a little bit less. Um, I don't hate it, and I like I said it's it's right in the middle. Uh, you have a hard time getting me to watch it again, but I I would. I would recommend it to people. I think, like what Scott was saying, I would just be like, okay, just beware, it's some noir film and blah, blah, blah. So it's a four. Alex. Yeah, three of a kind. I'll also give it a strong four. Uh, I gotta be, I, I'll watch it again, but it's one of those, like, I gotta be in the mood to watch it. Or it's like, uh, let's watch, let's give Brick another try. It's been a while. Type of movies. It's interesting, it's very impressive that this is Ryan Johnson's first uh, feature length film. Um, so yeah, I like it. So I, I like this enough that I'm I'm looking forward to his latest non-Star oh. Wars. Yeah, uh, Knives Out. Knives Out. That looks pretty good to me. But we'll see. Agreed. Yeah. I think this is our first all fours. We don't usually yeah, get fours is. out too often. It's true. Thank you, Ryan Johnson. We either dislike it or like it. And this mm-hmm. is right down the middle. Yeah. All right. I've noticed I gotta be a bit more picky, only you know, for myself. 
Because I'm like, I'm giving stuff a lot of sixes that probably shouldn't be sixes. I'm just glad there were no fucking porgs in it, or I would have got a three. <laughs> Dork. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, uh, Scott. What's our crossover list? So our crossover list is top five people gone missing. Uh, as we here at Hotshot first really celebrate when loved ones go missing. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, my number five to start this whole thing off is Minority Report. So... Oh, brutal. So it becomes part of the plot. <laughs> yeah. uh, like it's, it's part of the background story for the characters. Oh, and then yeah, it, I forgot And then it that. kind of becomes part of the plot later. Um, but, yeah, the, the this character, the Tom Cruise character, is kind of broken because of this child that went missing. And they never did know exactly what happened to him. Um, he has theories. Uh, and he, you know, eventually confronts the guy that they've set up to make it seem like he did it. Um, it turns out it's all a sham. Spoilers. Uh, but he has to move on. Like, I, I thought that was interesting. That there is no real resolution there. It's just yeah. him as a person just having to move on. Um, I, I thought it was pretty deep uh, for a, or a deep thing to tack on to this kind of hardcore sci-fi movie uh, action movie blockbuster whatever uh, so my number five Minority Report nice alright uh, my number five is Old Boy oh it's only your number five yep but we did it I'm not going to talk about it anymore I, uh, it was, you guys introduced me to it I liked it and uh, yeah, and the ending and all that should have happened. So yeah, oh boy, number five, Alex. My number five is The Hangover, where the titular oh, bachelor goes missing, and the whole movie is trying to find him. Yep, honorable mention. The, t- the titular bachelor. What? Yeah. Because it was his bachelor party. The bachelor goes missing. Right. But... <laughs> the movie's not called The Bachelor Goes Missing. Yeah. No, it's The Hangover. <laughs> Right. Yeah, the hangover is going missing. That was, I think, that was the production title. Bachelor <laughs> okay. goes missing. Uh, it's a good pull. I don't like the way you described it, but it's a good one. <laughs> that's what happens. I know it's what happens. Anyway, <laughs> that is a good. That's a good pick. All right, Scott, number four. Number four, old boy. And I'm glad you picked this, Jeff, because I was prepared to defend my choice. But here we go, old boy. Number four, right. that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like we all have it on our list. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my number four is Gone Girl. And uh, without saying too much about this movie, um, if you haven't seen it, um, watch it. I have girl goes gone. <laughs> the titular girl goes <laughs> the titular gone. The girls go gone. Gone girl go gone. <laughs> gone girl go gone. Um, gone girl did it. <laughs> gone girl did it. Yeah, it's really good. If you guys, like I said, it's it is more major spoilers if we talk about the actual movie, but watch it, Gone Girl. Rosemont Pike. Mm. Uh, Alex, number four. My number four is a video game. Uh, I don't know if you guys have played it because this is mostly uh, an educational game. Mario is missing. Okay. Huh? It's Carmen Sandiego on your list too. Oh, no, damn it. 
Wait. Nobody goes missing in that. Well, they're trying to track her down. Well, yeah, but she's not missing. She's just on the run. When Mario gets kidnapped, then you have to go through all these different periods of time and uh, answer history questions to find Mario. I totally thought you were going to say a different video game, Alex. <laughs> Which one? Uh, it involves weather in the title. I don't know. Right. <laughs> so Mario's All missing. Right. That's Alex's number two. Or four, sorry. That's number at four. four. Scott, what's your number four? Well, you? You're number three. Number three. three, sorry. Uh, my number three is uh, Taken. <gasps> yeah, nice. Liam Neeson has a very particular set of skills. And it involves murdering people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would have been awesome if like, there was like, an alternate take of him going, I have a very particular set of skills. It involves murdering the shit out of people. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, yeah, here's your daughter, sir. Sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, you actually see the, the daughter be, be taken. Um, and then from that, from there, it's, uh, you know, you don't see what happens to her. Spoilers until the end. Uh, and it's all great. Uh, <laughs> and it's all great. It's, yeah. <laughs> there's there's some great a violence going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and a and a guy that says clientele very weird. There we are. How does he say it? Clientele. Oh. It's classy. I don't know. <laughs> he was a human trafficker. All right, well, my number three... <laughs> sure was. My number three came out on August 12, 2014. Uh, a podcast known as Han Shot First. Woo. Uh, missing <laughs> podcaster, the one where Scott's missing. <laughs> Scott was missing. I'm just kidding, that's not my number three. I tried listening uh, to that episode like a little while back, and I couldn't get through it. Oh, It was rough. <laughs> um... My number three is Big Lebowski. Okay. Oh, damn. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, Bunny or whatever the girl's name is not missing and all the stuff that happens. And there you go. Where's and the missing Bunny rug, Lebowski? too. I'm not Lebowski, man. I'm the dude. You're Lebowski. <laughs> You're obviously not a golfer. <laughs> Best fucking joke in the movie. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Alex, you're number three. Yes. Uh, my number three is from a TV show. And I'm surprised this hasn't, uh, well, maybe <laughs> might show up on Jeff's list. But I know what it is. The X-Files. Oh, no. Uh, Mulder's sister, gone missing. Uh. I mentioned her every once in a while. Yeah, every third episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a good one. I'm mad I don't have it on my Just list. in case the audience forget. Yeah. Uh-huh. The one episode where you see her get kidnapped and she calls Mulder a bunghole is pretty hilarious. <laughs> bunghole. Maybe she called her a fart knocker after that. <laughs> Go All suck right. a fuck. Go you suck a fuck. Scott, number two. <laughs> number two uh, was a movie that received an update. Um, and I I like the updated version more from... As far as an action movie goes, anyway. Wait, can I guess oh. what it is? Shoot. Who knew Ted? <laughs> How did you guess, Jeff? That's amazing. <laughs> Jedi rocks. Uh, so, uh, the first one 
starred Scott Glenn. Uh, the second one starred Denzel Washington. Uh, In Virtuosity? No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Deja Vu. So it was called Man on Fire. Oh. Um, actually, a very similar plot to Taken. Uh, where um, a, a girl goes missing. And girl and, gone. And a man goes on a rampage. <laughs> Denzel Washington, yes. girl gone. Girl gone. And then he goes on a rampage. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome. <laughs> and it's awesome. Yeah, both versions are worth watching, though. All right. Well, I'll tell you what's not awesome. My number two. <laughs> and that is Seven from Married to Children. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> He shows up on a milk carton, like, halfway into this next season or yeah, something. That's, that's like fucking gold. fantastic. Because I had forgotten, I literally had forgotten about Seven. <laughs> yeah. And then I saw him on the carton. For oh, those man. of you who don't know, Married with Children, for some reason, decided to add a new kid to the family. And uh didn't work out so well. And they just never explained. Just show, he just stopped showing up after, like, five episodes. And it might as well have been Poochie from The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. like, Planet Needs Me. That happened to a lot of, uh, let's see, uh, oh, damn it, what was I going to say? Roy from The Simpsons? <laughs> yeah, Roy. Yo, yo, how's it hanging, everybody? Yes. That's the same as the Poochie <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, the sister from Family Matters was like a famous one. Oh, yeah. She went upstairs, she never came back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that was Happy Days also or something, right? Was there like an older brother who went upstairs and never came yep, back down? Yeah, no. Something like that. Yeah, I never heard of uh, that one. Uh, the West Wing. Uh, one of my, my all-time... West Wing. My all-time <laughs> oh, see, West Wing. Uh, Mary Kelly's character, Mandy, basically was done in the fir- after the first season, and they never explained anything. Like, she just wasn't there anymore. <laughs> they never mentioned oh, really? her again. She... I started watching the first season, and she was terrible. I'm glad she went away. <laughs> it, it was funny. Like, I think she, she was on record of saying, like, yeah, my character wasn't going anywhere. Like, it didn't make sense. So <laughs> I was kind of okay with it, she said. Um, but uh, it's too bad, because I love Murray Kelly. Uh, but, yeah, not so much in the rest of me. <laughs> is that the Toe Pick girl? That is the Toe Pick girl. That's what and I'm also saying. from mm-hmm. uh, With Honors. All right. Mm-hmm. Full on 90s shitty bangs. Anyway, seven with Murder Children is my number two. So, <laughs> Alex, number two. My number two is another Coen's Brothers joint, Raising Arizona. Huh? Yeah. One of the Arizona kids goes missing. Let's go get Junior back. I've still never seen that movie. Whoa. You should. Whoa. <laughs> you should. It's great. I know. That's what I've heard. One of these days. All right, Scott, number one. I'll put it on my list. Okay. So my number one is a a movie uh, that got made based on a book. Um, it got made twice, not that far from each other, though. One was the original Swedish version, because the book takes yeah. place in Sweden. And then more recent version with uh, Daniel Craig and Rooney Mara and that is The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo oh that one's good uh, so the book was, was a lot of fun as a, as a murder mystery with a dash of horror uh, suspense in it 
Um, mm. This was good as well. Uh, the, the latest update. Um, the Swedish version was, was great too with Naomi Ropace. Yeah, that's the only version I saw. It's um, great. It's hard that's, that's probably it's the awesome. that's probably the better version, but um, both are fine. Um, yeah, it's it's worth the watch as a as a murder mystery. Um, the whole movie is like really digs into them looking for uh, or what happened to this missing person. Um, and unlike a lot of like the the stuff we mentioned on this list, it's like the whole plot for the movie. Yeah. Well, yeah hangover. I guess, I guess Taken, Similar plot. It's Taken's kind of like that, but anyway, worth yeah. the watch if you haven't seen it, or if you like books. I have read the book. I haven't seen that either, or read a book. <laughs> <laughs> Not just that book, any book. Well, All there's, right. well, there's an, uh, a Star Wars EU version of that called The Girl with the Kray Dragon Tattoo. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I might I might listen to that one. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, speaking of people missing and Star Wars, Luke Skywalker is missing. No, I'm not doing that. That's terrible. <laughs> My number one has to do with aliens, and it's not X-Files. Travis Walton from Fire in the Sky. Oh. Oh, damn. Oh, bringing home the whole cutting edge. Good job, Jeff. Moira <laughs> Kelly, yeah, that's why, Moira that's Kelly, why I brought it up. <laughs> the Sween. Good job. Uh, yeah, as a kid, I was fascinated and terrified by aliens, and I still am. And uh, this was one of those motori- one of the more notorious ones back in the day, I remember, and uh, it was it was yeah. scary as yeah. hell. They put that grape jelly in his mouth. Ugh. Yeah. Are you a... Uh... The syrup. You, are you going to join the raid on Area 51, Jeff? I am not. Cause I <laughs> Two don't people want already got arrested. <laughs> I'm going uh, to put between an angry mob of like thousands of people and the U.S. military. I'm going to put my money on the U.S. military. Just saying. Especially those with like actual little, like secret weapons. Yeah, like, like in the middle of the goddamn guns. desert, too. It's not like <laughs> you're infiltrating a for, you know, forest... Uh, Base. I don't know what to call it. Yeah. On indoor. On indoor. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That'd be <laughs> Government's been hiding Ewoks for years. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was always fascinated by it. I actually used to draw pictures of aliens and little word bubbles uh, saying, Here, Travis, Travis. And then showed Adam in class and he would get in trouble for laughing too long. Uh, yeah, fire. And that was, actually, that was before the movie because the movie's based on a true story or at least on sightings episodes on Fox. But uh, yeah, <laughs> Number one, fire this guy, Alex. My number one is Old Boy. Man, that movie leaves a, a deep lasting impression. This low? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's only my number one. <laughs> but yeah, I love this movie even though I can't watch it every day. There's no way I can watch this movie every day. <laughs> It's near perfection. Who's amazing? Go watch it, people. You know, like once at least. Yeah, once at most too. All right. Uh, any honorable mentions? Uh, uh, trying to think of some Simpsons episode. Kind of somebody goes missing. <laughs> oh. Uh, I had the vanishing. Yeah. That was it. And I've only seen that movie once and I remember it well enough to add to my list. But uh, that's all I got. 
All right. Well, it's time for Alex No Sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball? So how's, uh, how do you think the Angels were, were going to do this year? Uh, uh, not as bad as they are currently doing? Probably. Yeah. That because Trap is uh, swimming with a lucky fin. <laughs> That's one way to put it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's getting what, foot surgery, knee surgery, foot surgery. Foot surgery, yeah. He's getting foot surgery. Otani's getting knee surgery. Apparently oh, Otani has like an extra patella. <laughs> Some weird shit like that. Oh, mute. Yep. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh it's been a brutal year. Um if you happen to like baseball and you happen to like angels. It's gonna be rough. It's been a brutal year if you also like the LA Kings and the Los Angeles Lakers and uh yeah, I guess at least the Rams lost in the Super Bowl. Losers. Yes, LA <laughs> sports. I guess the Dodgers are going to do good again. Hopefully, think, lose I the World every, Series. Every, I don't know about hockey, but the other teams are doing pretty good. Or are primed to do well. Anyways. Prime, I was going to say. Lakers and Clippers should do a lot better this year. Yeah. Kings, no. no. I don't know about the Ducks. I, don't, I, don't no. I, I, I thought like the Ducks were like... Had a good young core, but I guess not. They do, but they're just not quite there yet. Maybe this is the year, but they're they're they're, they're in a transition phase. And that's enough. I'm going to talk about the ducks. Uh, <laughs> hey, time for Neon News. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. So uh, I wanted to do something a little different today. Uh, so a little bit of trivia. Um, so. You know, Halloween's coming up, so we're going to play a game. Uh, so. Uh, Why did you say that like Keanu Reeves? I, I, was, <laughs> I was trying to do the Saw thing. Jinx the you want to play a game? Whoa. Like Saw? Whoa. Play a game, Saw. Um, so it's pretty simple. Um, I'm going to do some movie quotes. Um, some of these are probably from the AFI list that we did not too long ago. Mm. Um, and I'm, the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to say the first word in the quote and the last word in the quote, and then uh, uh. and then you guys guess. Uh, um, so I guess call it your name if you think you know it, or just call it out. I don't care. Up to you guys. All right. So you guys ready? Sure. Yeah. All right. I'm terrible at this. All right. Ready. So I'll say the first word and the last word in the quote. First one. Mama, get. Mama, get. Mama, don't get. These are famous movie quotes. Mama, get. Okay. (laughs) Mama, you've been bad. (laughs) Get something. Okay. I don't know. Mama, always. The first two words. Last word, get. Gets her man. <laughs> okay. Mama, always. Mama, always. So the first two words. The last two words uh, are uh, gonna get. Mama, always gonna get. 
Wow, this is a lot better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, I don't recognize that at all. Okay, first three words. This will this will seal it. Wait, what? What? How? What? What, what quotes in in a verb anyway? Mama always said, "Life is like a box of chocolate. Oh, you never know what you're going to get." Oh, god damn it! Okay, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, good job, Jeff. You got it. <laughs> All right. Well, I was going to do a bunch of these, but maybe I'll cut some off because this is horrible. Well, okay. Now we're getting to it. Okay. 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 Yeah. Um, second one. Yeah. Again, first and last. First word: hello. Last word: die. Hello. Die. Famous quote. Oh, hello. My name is Inigo Montoya. Prepare to die. Sorry you didn't say your name. Jeff! Hey, fuck, hey, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, Alex got <laughs> it. Said you called out, you didn't care. <laughs> okay, next one. Come live. Come with me if you want to live. Yes. Good job, oh. Jeff. All right, next one. Here's Johnny. <laughs> kid. Here's looking at you, kid. Yep, that's an easy one. Oh, yeah. All right. All right, guys, both of you get ready for this one. This is going to be easy. It's like Jeopardy, though. you got to wait for me to finish. Ready? Mm-hmm. May you. Force <laughs> the me force be with you. With you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good job. I'll give that one a tie. Uh, next Only one. I. <laughs> Only <AI>. mother. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one. Awesome. This one's also pretty easy. They freedom live. They may take our lives, but they will never take our freedom. Oh. Good job. Bonus points for the half-assed attempted at Scottish <laughs> accent. Uh, Road warrior. <laughs> All right, another day. Ready? They mostly. <laughs> they mostly, mostly come, come out, out at night. night. Mostly. mostly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Next one. If come. If you build it, they will they come. Will yes. come. Right. Or he will nice. come. I guess right. depends on the part. Next one. Second to last one here. Roads. Roads. Where we're going, we don't need roads. Nice. Yeah, nice. All right. The next one is a uh, very famous movie. You ready? <laughs> Shame season. Shame, shame. <laughs> I let you know ponytails are out this season. <laughs> Alright, good job. <laughs> Tingo Cash. <laughs> yes. Uh, Alright. So, uh, next time we do this, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll try to make it a little harder. Maybe you have to come up with the character you said it or something. But, uh, yeah. Well, I have one for you, Scott. <laughs> oh, God. I. Prison. <laughs> I almost put that on my list. <laughs> I used to fuck guys like you in prison. <laughs> so awful. Double douche. Double douche. <clears throat> all right, that was fun. All right, so yeah, that's that's all I wanted to get through to this week. Uh, Alex, anything you want to mention? Uh, not really. I, oh, I'm playing The Last of Us remastered for the first time. The game is great. Very depressing. Yeah, I mean, it's on my it's on my backlog, and it's extremely nerve wracking. I love stealth games, and this might be my favorite stealth game of all time. But I'm like, I'm pins and needles with every move I make, even though I know I could just restart like segments, which is very convenient. But it's it's awesome. Yeah. Oh, one one video game note. I think I mentioned this last week, but I'm 
uh, I, I have Switch Online service, so I've got all the SNES titles that they released along with it. Um, it's a it's a really cool library. So like, Link to the Past is on there, Super Metroid, um, Pilot Wings, Super Mario World, Mario Kart, a bunch of other games. Uh, but today I just ordered the SNES Classic Controller that's mm-hmm. going to go along with it. Uh, they're both they're Bluetooth, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, that should come in a couple weeks here. But uh, I'm a slave to nostalgia. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else, Alex? Nope. Right, Jeff. Uh, speaking of, I had that little Super SNES, like the mini version, yeah, which has I have, those classic I have those controllers. Well. Yeah. yeah. Um. No, just one thing is today they released uh, like a Jurassic Park short. Did you guys see that? I, I saw that in no. there, so I did not watch it though. What? Yeah, so they're leading up to the next Jurassic World or whatever. And they yeah. released like a 10 minute, I think it's standalone. I don't think it's anything from the movie. And it's, if you've seen the last Jurassic Park movie, the dinosaurs have been kind of released into the wild now. Right, like in the, like North America. <laughs> yeah, and so this short is a family's camping and all of a sudden, a T Rex show. Oh, not T Rex. Uh, a Triceratops shows up, but then, uh, you know, then another dinosaur shows up, and it turns into this whole thing. And uh, it's, it's interesting. Very awkward. Yeah. Like, oh, my two dinosaurs. <laughs> do they do they start yelling at it? Go away, Triceratops! Go away! <laughs> like they're all sad because go it's away, safer for them to go away. Yeah. Go away. <laughs> Yeah, no. And then they're talking about, oh, I didn't know that it came up this far or something like that. And then it's yeah, it's no big deal because it's a Vegasaurus. And then the Metasaurus attacks it. And then the Metasaurus can't really attack. You know, no, I don't want to spoil it, but just watch it. It's whatever. It's a little short, nothing great, but I thought it's cool. I don't think I've ever seen that before for hmm. a movie. So, cool. Yeah. Just CGI dinosaurs, dinosaur babies, CGI babies. <laughs> All right, that's it. Thanks for listening, everybody. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.